Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Coaching Live. I am Hope Mormon. I'm the divisional president for Todd Duncan Coaching. And yes, we've changed our name from High Trust Coaching to Todd Duncan Coaching. So you're the first to hear of this new news. I have with me today Shane Sletter, who is one of our one of our coaches with us. And um, Shane is going to night are going to be talking about some really amazing things that we probably haven't really thought about in a few months. So I'm really grateful to Shane for bringing this topic to us. And Shane, before we get started, um, you know, will you talk to us a little bit about yourself? Tell us, let everybody know who you are. Sure. Well, first, good morning, Hope. Thanks for, right. for having me on here. Yeah. Um, so- I've been in the business going on uh, 20 years will be my, you know, next year will be 20 years. I can't believe it. Got in nice and young. I was uh, 22 years old when I got in the business, went straight into originating. Um, so it's been, it's been a long time, but I've truly enjoyed it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm in the Southern California area. I'm a, a producing branch manager. And uh, last year um, had a, a great year, just like everyone in the industry, uh, 175 closed transactions, about 75 million in, in production. And so far, uh, year to date, it's been great as well. Um, we're at about 53 closed loans at the end of this last month and wow. um, a little bit about 23 and a half million um, production. So um, I've been I've been married for 19 years. I've got two, two uh, wonderful kids, a 12 year old boy and a nine year old daughter and just uh, enjoying enjoying life. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Shane. So y- you have um, a, a different kind of a background, am I right? That you 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 talked to us a little bit about that before you became a mortgage professional. Yeah, well, I I, I started in the business right after college, but I did have a, a degree in molecular biology. Is, you know, so I came from a science background. So from a from an analytical standpoint, that really helps me with understanding the numbers and and structuring loans and all of that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I got into this. I, I didn't have any sales experience, so I got into sales and and started off right from the beginning. That's a really tough thing to do, Shane, to have you know come from science and an analytical, basically training and development, you know, through your through your college years to shift into sales, which is emotional and it's connection and doesn't always make you know perfect sense and that type of thing that must have been a, a, a you know a big shift for you it was it was it was a big you know um, change for me i had to get used to it i had to get used to doing presentations and speaking in front of people and being more outgoing and and it's still a work in progress right everyone always is changing and you know get one percent better per day um mm-hmm. but uh you know i from the very very early uh beginning in the business, I was following Todd Duncan for, for a long time. So that's been great. And, you know, re- recently with getting into, you know, going to the sales mastery, I've been at to high trust sales Academy just last year was at master's class, um, been doing coaching now for a little over three years. So that's really helped me you know, develop and uh, get my business where I want it to be. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, and, you know, one of the things that Todd you know, teaches us is, you know, um, is, is investing in ourselves, you know, so it was intentional that this was the business you wanted to be in and that you were going to do and set about doing whatever it is you needed to do to become great at it. And in that same process, 
you have also learned to kind of bring yourself into that role. So, you know, in other words, you haven't become someone else. You've just basically grown into a, to a, you know, a, a professional that you maybe, you know, you didn't expect. Right. Right. right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's been a, a, a growing process and everybody, you know, everyone does business in their own way. You know, mm -hmm. so I've got relationships that fit with me. I've got clients that fit with me and, and just the, the way I do business is very, very intentional. Yes, very intentional. So we're that takes us to our topic today. So today we're, you know, we're going to talk about the power and purpose of a life plan and a vision plan. Todd teaches in the 14 laws of high trust selling, the law of the ladder, the success you achieve is directly related to the steps that you conceive. So we're gonna we're gonna be jumping around in a lot of different laws, but I thought we would just kind of jump off with that one. And so Shane, talk to me a little bit about why create a life and a vision plan. Why is right. that important? Right. Well, in in coaching, you know, I think a lot of times when we're coaching with our our clients, we get focused on the business plan aspect of it. Mm -hmm. We start talking about how much production we want to be doing, how many loans we want to close, all of this about business. But I think a lot of times, you know, we forget about the impact that business has on the rest of our life, right? And and that's one of the things that, that Todd does talk a lot about is not just business planning, but life planning about, um, you know, making sure that we are in balance with everything else. And the, the, it doesn't matter how great you are at business if the rest of your life is falling apart, right? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think last year with, with COVID, um, everything that was going on with that, and then on top of it in the mortgage industry, all of the all-time production that everyone had, we were all kind of running around crazy, right? We didn't we didn't have any way to get rid of stress. We were working long hours. We were taking care of our clients, and I think a lot of people in the industry felt burnout from it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've been reading just in in general how a lot of people have been feeling burnout with their jobs over the last year, and you know we didn't get a chance to really have balance in our life. We we were thrown off our normal way of doing things, and so yeah, I think we're we're getting to a point now where um, business is slowing down a little bit for the industry. Mm -hmm. And so it's a great time to come back and kind of reflect on where we were last year, what worked, what didn't work. And, you know, what is it that we, that's really important to us in life? What is it that, you know, what's our passion? What is it that, you know, why do we do this? Um, what are our priorities in life? And coming back and looking and creating a life plan and putting a vision together can really help you accomplish that. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, Shane, as you know, I, I've been hearing the same thing from the members that I coach as well is, is everybody was just a little burnout and their Q1 was not as strong. And I've even, obviously I coach at master level. So I coach, you know, a lot of managers like yourself and, um, and, and leaders, um, you know, and so they're, you know, we're looking at production and they're look, seeing their team. That's like, you know, their, their production isn't there. Pipeline isn't growing. And, and, um, and I think that everybody's just kind of feeling that. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm telling the leaders, you know, give them, give them some space, you know, um, give them some space, give them some time. Um, now is not the time to drive. I mean, we just came off of, a year, you know, you know, a year of, you know, operating at high, high, high volume in an environment that was not normal to any of us working from home, working virtually and so, so on and so forth. So I think everybody just wants to catch a breath. And I think now is a really great time to reflect on, you know, what did we learn during that process? What can we bring? What are the jewels and the gems that we that we learned last year through this process that we can bring into our business today and maybe have a little bit more balanced life? Right. 
And then also just being able to get get back and looking at focusing on, yes, I've, you know, my business was great last year, but what do I need to do to get the rest of the things in my life put together, right? And, and I think time time goes so quickly nowadays. And, you know, one of the, one of the exercises that, that we talk about, and I think it was both in High Trust, Sales Academy, and also Masterclasses, you know, at the end of your life, what's really most important, right? What is it? Is it business or is it the relationships? Is it other things that you accomplished? And if, as we look at it, I mean, we're already into May, the year goes so quick, our careers go so quick. Um, so we really want to be looking at and focusing on what is really going to be most important to us in the end. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that that is, you know, and Todd teaches us that all the time. You know, it's just, you know, it's, it's if your business, if your, if your life isn't in order, then your business isn't in order and vice versa. So it really does have to have that balance of life. And there is a way to do that, right? There is, definitely. <laughs> it, just, it, 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 again, it takes some intentionality. It takes some time to, to develop that. And, you know, I think one of the things that, that uh, we hear about in High Trust Sales Academy is those people who do write out their goals and um, you know, put them on paper and put action plans in place have a much higher probability of accomplishing those goals. I think it's you know people who just thought about their goals only accomplish like 43%, but those who actually write them out, share it, put a plan in place are closer to about 75, 76% accomplishing their goals. So it's very important to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's really interesting. I have a client that I've been coaching for um, a little over two years now. And um, her first year, um, we kind of went back and forth on building a business plan. And she says, I don't do business plans. And I'm thinking, well, if you're going to be in coaching, you need to. So mm -hmm. let's, so, so humor me for a little while. And right. by the time we got to the end of the first year, she said, you know, Hope, I set a goal. I've never done a life, a business plan in my life. And I've been in this business for 20 years. And she says, and the reason why I didn't do it is because I didn't think, I thought that if I set my goals that I wouldn't be able to achieve it. And, right. and I was setting it myself up for failure. She says, and what I found in setting my goals that I actually achieved it just by putting a number out there. And like you said, telling someone else, having a coach, staying intentional, staying focused and, and that type of thing. And, and she achieved it. And she now, now she can't wait to do a business plan. Yeah, I mean it's 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 huge. It's it's an important part of, of what we do in coaching and helping keep uh, our clients accountable on uh -huh. doing that and getting the word out. And you know, I think you mentioned the law of the ladder, but there's also the law of the iceberg that yes. talks about you know the truest measure of your success is invisible to your clients, and that's all about what do we do, you know, with within ourselves and and preparing for what we're going to be doing with our clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very true. And I think that even when we come into our coaching, um, coaching sessions with our coaching members, we do the same thing. We get our head right. We get our head focused. We know, how can I serve this client? How can I best serve them? And we're not multitasking. You know, we're really kind of dialed into that. And, and as we bring that same level to, you know, our clients, to our referral partners, to our communities that we serve, you know, it's just that all of that gets all of that gets served and 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 basically embraced in that you know in that process. So, talk to me. Who would create a life plan and a business plan? Who 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 are those people? Well, I mean, I think really anyone who wants to have success and to achieve their goals, you know, in business and life, should be putting together a life plan and, and a vision, right? Um, I think I think the vision side of it is huge. Uh, I was recently going through uh, developing the leader within you by by John Maxwell, 
and he mm -hmm. talked about um, the advanced attraction concept of, you know, when you know what you want in the future, you will attract what you need to help you get what you want. Um, mm -hmm. It will never work until you know what you want. If you don't know what you want, you won't attract anything to you. So again, I think having that vision of knowing where you want to be, where you want to go, you need to have that in order to, to create the plan. And, you know, again, anyone who wants to be successful in business, successful in life and marriage and health, any of those different uh, aspects, it's important. And that's one of the things when we're putting together a life plan, there's different components that we go through, right? And different parts of it. And one of that is determining what are the values in your life? You know, what are the things that are important that you want to be looking at? You know, your family, your health, your spiritual, financial, business, and then kind of taking each one of those and breaking them down and looking at, you know, what is your overall purpose for that? What is your vision statement for each one of those? Um, mission statements, and then what are the actions that you want to be taking on a daily, you know, weekly, monthly basis to accomplish those? Exactly. So it's not just about <clears throat> creating the vision and creating the plan. It's it's about actually being getting now, you know, with your science background, now getting strategic about how you're going to achieve those goals. What daily activities are you going to do, you know, to keep moving towards that, you know, to work towards that goal? Right. Right. Yeah. And there's different ways. I mean, I, I do, I have the written out life plan because I like to have things in writing and can go a little more detail, but you know, Todd also talks about vision boards, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's a powerful way to put things in images so you can have them quick and you kind of, you can have them around your, you know, your office, your home and, and look into them. Um, there is also another exercise that he has us go through, which is called, you know, life to 85, where you, you know, look at you know, what's your life going to be like when you're 85 and you kind of talk about what you want that to be. And then that helps you get in that mindset of, okay, that's where I want to be at 85. What do I need to do now? And so mm -hmm. there's a lot of different ways that you can look at it and have fun with it. And you can, you know, you can include your spouse if you want to in, in doing it. You can include your team uh, if you have a team on, on the, the business side of it and just kind of go through those exercises. Yeah, you know, it's really, you know, it's really a great idea to include your wife or, you know, and even your family um, into having a vision board, you know, and because they start to talk about the things that they want to do and you start to learn, you know, about those things that they want, they're aspiring to in their lives and your 12 year old and, you know, and that type of thing. And then most importantly, you're, you and your wife, I was talking to a client yesterday and he was talking about the amazing relationship that he had with his wife. And I asked him, I said, do you have a vision board with your wife? And he said, you know, hope he says, I don't. And a good morning, Alex Barnett. Um, and um, I, I just, you know, I, I thought to myself, he said, you know, that would be a really great thing, thing, for, thing for us to do. He says, we have very different ideas and views about how we want to, you know, how we want to live our lives. And I said, well, you know, maybe by doing a vision board, you can find a way to blend that to where, you know, it comes together. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, usually spouses do have different ways of, of doing things and different dreams. And, and I think that the powerful thing is, taking that time to learn and understand what maybe the dreams are of your spouse. You know, what mm -hmm. is it they want to be doing? You, just, you might uncover things that you never, you never knew or didn't realize or had been kind of pushed aside a number of years ago, but you realize that that's still something they want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very true. So, okay. So um, what are the components? Talk to me a little bit about the components of creating a life plan and a vision. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's a great, um, breakdown for those of us that are in coaching 
on Mortgage Mastery Club, where again, Todd's got some teaching on you know each component and goes through and he's got a breakdown of, of questions that you should be asking, how do you structure it? But yeah, you know, you've got your overall purpose. You know, what is it that you, you know, you're passionate about? What's your why in life? Why is it that we're doing this this business that we're in? Um, and then from there again, you break down your your values, the different components that you know, whether it's family, health, spiritual, whatever that might be. Uh, mm -hmm. Putting together a vision statement for each one of those, and then um, a mission statement for each of those areas, and then again those actions that you're going to be looking at and working on on a on a daily, monthly basis. So when you do, when, when do you do? When when, it, when did you do your business and life, you know, vision plan? Do you do it every year? Do you review it every year? What does it look like? Right. So I, um, I I put it together a number of years ago, and every year I do, when I go back and I'm kind of doing my business plan every year, I've got my business plan and my life plan attached on the same document. So that automatically when I'm going back at least once a year, I'm reviewing the business plan and I'm reviewing the life plan that's going along with it. Mm -hmm. um, and then what I did is I wanted to be able to go back and you know review it on a monthly basis. So I just created on like a Google Doc where I've got it linked on my calendar. So when that comes up, I'm able to easily pull up the life plan and kind of read through it. Now, like like a lot of people, I, even though it's there, sometimes I, I push it aside. I don't get to it all the time, especially last year with how busy we were. I did not yes. you know, review it often enough. And so you got to give yourself some grace there. But, um, you know, it's, it's important to do that because that really helps you to, you know, see where you are. Are you on are you on track with your your life plan? Um, I think for me, it's important because sometimes I focus a lot on the, the things that I haven't accomplished or where mm -hmm. what I haven't done. And so that gives mm -hmm. me an opportunity to go back and look and see what did I, what have I done? And sometimes you're surprised. You realize, oh, I wrote this you know, four or five years ago and I already attained that. You know, I had a goal maybe for it to be my 10 year mark and it was done two years ago and so you're ahead of schedule. So it's, it's nice to look at the wins that you have a lot of times yeah. and um, just be able to to take some pride in that so tell me a little um tell me a little bit about and when you reviewed your life plan and your vision plan and your business plan january 2021 how has covid you know influenced that and have there been any changes or any modifications that you've made or has it just been you know just keep moving yeah. forward well, I mean, COVID obviously impacted a lot of the um, relationship side of things, the the health side. I mean, I wasn't going to the to the gym as often, doing getting my workouts in. Uh, wasn't able to get together as much with family, friends, you know, different activities. Obviously, plans that we all had to go on trips or do different things to, uh, you know, be able to, to get away from the business side and focus more mm -hmm. on the family um, changed, right? And so. That was something, you know, being able to, to look back and see what I had and what I wasn't able to do. And then it got me focused back again to see, okay, well, what do I need to implement now in 2021 as we're kind of coming out of the COVID, things are opening up. I, I'm in, in California, so it's been a little long, you know, a little more difficult to be able to get back to some of the, the normal things. But it, cool. it gives you that opportunity to, um, you know, focus back on what was in your mind, what it was that you really wanted to accomplish and, and get back to that. Okay. That's, that's terrific. I love that. So um, when we're talking about business plan, I think a lot of our coaching members have really kind of said, you know, I now know what is possible. 
I know now what is what you know what I can do because I've had 2020 was for most the best year they've ever had in their careers, irrespective of how long they've been in the business. But they now know it's possible. And most of our coaching members are basically said, I want to mirror or exceed what I did in 2020. And, and we all know that it's going to have to shift with regard to the type of business and it needs to shift to, you know, shift to purchase business. Has purchase always been in, in your business plans when you're planning and when we're coaching our members, do we always have, I mean, irrespective of what's where the market is, refi, purchase, whatever that is, does that influence, you know, how you do your business plan or do you stay focused on the right things um, all the time? It, well, I mean, I, what I do in my business plan is I do break out and I, you know, I try to say I'm going to have a certain percentage of business that's going to be um, purchase business, a certain percentage is going to be refinance. And then I like to break out and say, you know, uh, let's say 20% is going to come from agents, 20% is going to come from financial planners. You've got your current database that you're getting business from. So I, I give some guidelines as to what I want to be able to, um, to hit on the tracking side. And then, you know, the nice thing is, is if you're tracking that throughout the year, then you can come back the next year and say, well, did I, did I hit those percentages? Am I, where is my business coming from? And then you can make those shifts to, to determine, you know, should I be focusing more on one group of individuals than another? And there's the 80-20 the rule, you know, where, where if you focus 80% of your time on, on the top 20%, that's where your, most of your business is going to come from. Right, exactly. And, you know, Shane, it was really interesting. I love that you actually go, you know, that extra step in not only determining, you know, what percentage of your business is going to be purchased and or refi and or whatever other, you know, opportunities there are. But you're, you, when, once you've established that, you're now saying, okay, where are my, where is my, where are my doors? Where are my doors? What's, where is my source of business? And um, so if you're identifying those things, saying database, referral partners, um, you know, professional relationships, you know, community service, whatever those things that you're doing, you kind of know that, you know, and like you just said, you kind of know where you want to be paying attention and, and that actually starts to set, <clears throat> excuse me, the steps for mm -hmm. what your strategies are. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and it, again, it, it gives you that opportunity, not, not that you're always going to hit all of those numbers, but you can come back, you can make little tweaks when you need to. And if you're, if you're reviewing it throughout the year, um, then you don't have to wait for a whole year to make the course corrections, right? You can be making the corrections on a monthly, on a quarterly basis to really see where your business is going. And, and in an, in a year like we have right now, where we were so high in refinances this last year, and now we're having to make these shifts, you're going to have to come back. You're going to probably have to revisit your business, your business plan more often because you're not sure what is going to happen this year, right? Where your business is going to come from, how it's going to work with rising interest rates. I think the other thing is um, that that a lot of times we, um, you know, we we go one direction on what we think is going to happen, and then something changes in the industry, right? Or or interest, you know, the interest rates go up, and so we have to be able to be flexible and make those those adjustments. Right, exactly. And it's, you know, it's so true. And <clears throat> I almost think that, you know, it's it's a mindset thing too, um, Shane, is that, you know, that we, you know, we can't always, we we don't always want to be at the effect of, and this is something that Todd Duncan teaches us, not always at the effect of what's going on in the market. We could be successful in any market, provided we are staying focused on where we need to go and be, as you said, being willing to pivot and shift 
and being nimble to do that, to say, okay, refinance is not, you know, it, it's always going to be frosting on the cake, but it's not going to be my lion's share of my business. Um, and I need to make sure that I'm, you know, I'm dialing in on the purchase business and capturing a, as, you know, as much of that market share as I can. And where do I need to improve to, to accomplish that? Right. Right. No, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So talk to us a little bit about, um, we're coming up on the end of our time, but I, you know, you're a fairly new coach with us. You have been in coaching for three years. Um, you moved from producer to master level and, and now you're, you're, you're a coach with Todd Duncan coaching, which is, I couldn't be happier to have you as a coach. I mean, I, I, we, we have um, people that, um, that come to us, you know, that want to make sure that they're getting the right coach. And we've been pretty good at aligning them, the right coaches. And you have been, you know, right out the gate to so, so strong as a coach and already made a huge impact. Talk to me a little bit about what made you decide to become a coach. Yeah. Well, so, you know, again, I, I've been doing it for three years. I saw that there was a, a big impact on, on my production and being able to you know, have a plan in place, have someone to be able to go back to, discuss things, um, you know, make those little tweaks that you need to do, those improvements. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, it, it does take some time. What I tell my, my coaching clients is, you know, the first six months, maybe up to the year is just kind of putting the foundation in place, right? To be yes. able to get everything going forward. And so I've seen mm -hmm. my business, you know, increase because of that. And I wanted to be able to, to share that with others in the industry and, and kind of give back what I was able to learn from, from coaching and what I've learned, you know, through Todd Duncan over the years and start being able to help others to implement that. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, you know, it's, it, you know, I don't, have you gotten the coach's joy yet where the client has stepped out of their comfort zone or achieved something they didn't think they get? Have you gotten that yet? I, I have. I mean, I'm, it's, it's, it's starting off, you know, seeing clients when, when you're talking to them kind of have that aha moment as far as, you know, what maybe the way they were doing business versus the way that we should be doing business and uh -huh. kind of creating that, you know, great customer experience and, you know, some of the extra little things that we can put into the process that makes that difference. Whereas um, a lot of times, you know, if you're just, again, focusing, if you're always in your business and not working on your business, you're going to be missing a lot of these, these things that can make that small difference with your clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so, so very true. And I think that sometimes just asking those questions, you know, I've been doing a lot of coach one-on-ones, you know, with all of our coach faculty over the last several months. And, you know, it's, it's my opportunity to get to, to touch every one of our coaching members and how they're doing and how well they're doing. And also, but to collaborate and mastermind with my coaches because are with, you know, with, the, with our coaches, I should say. And um, they, you know, it's so much fun because we come up with all kinds of really great ideas and a lot of times it's just learning how to ask questions, right? Mm -hmm. It's just learning how to ask that one question that makes our coaching members stop and think. And, and even sometimes, you know, they come away from the call and then they come back to the call saying, you know, I thought about what you said. You know, you made a comment, you asked me a question. I couldn't answer it or I half answered it, but I thought about it. And, you, you know, and you're right. You know, you know, and that is something that I really want to work on or whatever those things are. So a lot of times it's just asking those questions and being, you know, as Todd teaches us, an active listener. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we can I think we can give them guidance on, on what are some things they should be doing, questions they should be asking. But then they've got to go back and they've got to 
look at look at themselves. They've got to be the ones that are implementing. They've got to be the ones that are making those changes and and taking it a little bit deeper than than even what we're talking about. So true. And thank you for saying that, Shane. You know, it's so very, very true. And I think some people come into coaching thinking, you know, some people come into coaching thinking, you know, that we're going to do it for them, that, you know, all they have to do is pay and, you know, and they're, you know, we're going to take care of all of this for them. And I've had even a couple of coaching members saying, well, you're, well, you're the coach, you should tell me what to do. And I'm saying, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You know, it's right. not about my agenda. It's about yours. Right. So let's let's you know, what's top of mind for you What's keeping you up at night. What are the, some of the things that you want to make some changes? But, you know, to your point, they have to do the work. So when a coaching member, you know, writes Todd Duncan or myself or you and says, oh, my God, you know, I've had such amazing, you know, success this year. And, you know, I've done things outside of my comfort zone. I never thought I could achieve this level of success. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our immediate response is you did the work, right? We guide you. We guided you. We counseled you. We mentored you. We supported you. We were there for you. But however, you're the one that that did the work. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about the effort that they put in because yeah. no matter, no matter what we tell them, if they're not going back, taking it, personalizing it, mm -hmm. you know, making changes, implementing it, it doesn't matter, you know, how many ideas we can go over or, or, you know, what it is, what plans we put in place. I mean, again, that's coming coming full circle back to the whole vision and life plan. Doesn't matter how much you put down if you don't actually start implementing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I absolutely, I, I can't agree with you more. So I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so this is something new that I'm doing with all of our, our interviews. So I wanted to, you know, have you ask you, ask you to uh to complete this sentence the key to success is the key to success is so i would say the key to success is understanding what success is to you and that comes all the way back to the high trust interview and and part of vision you know creating your vision and your life plan is actually doing the high trust interview on yourself so we, we teach that in coaching, how to do a high trust interview with your clients, with your partners. Um, but really, you have to do it on yourself first to understand what is important to success to you and, and why is it you're doing these things. And, you know, because some people, it may not be all about the money and about the number of transactions. It might be creating a, a great, you know, life for your family and for your kids and, um, you know, having that type of, of, of business. Uh, so I think that's that's the key. Wow, that that's massive. That is huge. Thank you so much. That's so true. And it's so very, very true. I mean, you just like dialed it in, Shane. And I and you weren't expecting this question, but you know, you first have to decide what's what does success look like to you? And to do the high trust interview to yourself first so that you can establish what that is. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, we have come up to the end of our time. I can't believe it. We're, we're up to our end of our time. Um, if you are, are in coaching, we want to thank you for your membership. Thank you for your dedication to yourself and the investment in yourself. And we want to wish you every success in 2021 and the years to come. Um, we also, if you are, you know, if you are interested in becoming a high trust coach, 
I am looking for, obviously the, the, the division is continuing to grow, faculty is continuing to grow. And if you're interested in becoming a high trust coach, there is a very specific profile. Just send me an email to hope.borman at hightrustcoaching.com. And I would love to hear from you. Um, Shane, I just want to thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to sign off with? No, I think we covered a lot of great stuff. So hopefully it was it was beneficial to, to people watching. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And you have everyone have a great day. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for being part of today's episode. I've got a special gift for you on to make sure you are aware of. I just released a 25 page ebook entitled the five irrefutable principles of a high performance business. These five principles are game changing. There's a lot of methods towards success. But if you ignore the principles, it's very, very hard to know that those methods will work. Go to the show notes below, just click on the link, download this 25 page ebook and see what kind of impact it can make in your business and your life.